Blog Talk Radio. Time for this show to get off to another great start, as it's uh, just me right now. Um, waiting for Pee, we kind of had to do this a little bit different today. Um, trying to figure it out that tomorrow wouldn't work for the show, so we decided we'd do it today. And then uh, my stupid computer decided that it needed to restart and do some updating. So we were going to try to do it starting directly at 4 o'clock, but then that didn't quite work out. So I tried to do the go live now option on Google Blog Talk, and it unfortunately didn't give Pete much time to, to call in. So we're kind of waiting for him to call, um, or maybe I'll try giving him a call. Maybe that'll work. Yeah. All right, everyone. Hold on while I try to dial out to Pete. My phone hates me. Okay, it's dialing. Let's see if we can get a hold of Peter. Yeah, I saw him on the switchboard, and then I lost him. That's unfortunate. Um, hmm. Let's try this again. Oh. Hello? Hello? Hello. Hey. What up? <laughs> Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Shit. And we lost him again. I'm there for a second. Sometimes. Well, sometimes I mean most times. Oh, there we go. Let's try again. Hello? I did it! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Seventh time's the charm. <laughs> yeah, I saw your text, and I tried calling, and then you tried calling me, and then I tried answering it, and there was nothing there. And then I was like, well, let me hurry up and try call again. And then you picked up and then tried calling me again. I was like, oh, God, what's going on? And then I hung up the <laughs> yeah. one that you were trying to call me with, but it hung up both of them. And then oh, shit. I called again, and here I am. <laughs> Yay. Success. <laughs> Yeah, that go live now doesn't give you a whole lot of time, apparently. 
be nice if they gave you a little bit more than like 45 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently by now they do mean now. Apparently. Parents. <laughs> they do not fuck around with that shit. But anyway, I'm Kevin Jank. I'm Peter Jank. <laughs> it only took us like five minutes in the show to get the introductions, but hopefully by now people know who we are. And by people, well, I mean... I'm hoping. <laughs> whoever uh, at Blog Talk is hoping. listening to this, because that's probably about it. <laughs> the ones who monitor Mostly this. just us. <laughs> All right, so this week, uh, our our plan for the big show, we got a couple different uh, segments. They're going to be new segments that we've never done before, so we'll see how this oh. goes. It'll be the, the inaugural uh, edition of some of these things. Oh. Yeah, including one we haven't even talked about yet, but it doesn't require you to do any preparation, so... <laughs> That's a relief. <laughs> Those are the best kind. <laughs> the only kind. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll launch into our first segment. Uh, this is going to be a little segment I like to call Your Opinion is Wrong. <laughs> I do have a little bit of a theme song that we can play, but. Basically, this is a segment dedicated to, you know, a lot of people do a lot of dumb things uh, or have dumb, you know, thoughts that they like to spew out. And in this world of social media, it feels like it only gets louder and more stupid. <laughs> so I figured we'd Ain't do a little segment where we can both kind of get on our soapbox and, and talk about the stuff that just people say or do that just makes us really pissed off. <laughs> Ain't that the truth again? <laughs> so we'll, we'll kind of do like five each, I figure. Um, instead of like a full top ten, I figure five is is pretty good. You might have yeah. to wax a little bit on some of these. So. Yep, got to wax. All right. The legs. <laughs> it helps you swim faster, so I'm told. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> Never tried it myself. Don't plan on it. But... Don't knock until you try All it. Right. <laughs> Let's play a brand new theme song for the Your Opinion is Wrong segment. You're wrong when you imprison people turning tricks. And you're wrong about trickle-down economics. If you think that punk rock doesn't mix with politics You're wrong Getting high on the down low A victim of the Pro. You're wrong And we'll probably never know Yeah, some good old no effects there Yeah, I could tell It sounded like no effects <laughs> Yep, yep, good old fat mic Love that guy. Hey, he's he's a good he's good people, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you wanna do you wanna kick us off or do you want me to go first? 
Well, I have no idea what's going on, so I'll have you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe this will inspire you. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go with my first one here. It's not necessarily, I don't know, a world-changing, world-shattering one here. I'm not going to go too political with mine or anything like that. Most of mine are, you know, more fun and, I don't know, stuff like that. They're not going to be too, you know, heavy and political, that kind of thing. But this is one that just kind of bothers me. Um, we're going to delve a little bit into the world of Star Wars. Now, there's a lot oh. of people who are, you know, have a lot of bad opinions about Star Wars. <laughs> uh, like, for example... There are people who actually defend the prequels as being good movies, or like these stupid millennials who actually are, they grew up with those, like think they're better <laughs> than the originals, which is just fucking preposterous. But I'll save that for another day. Those people are just morons. Ah. Uh. <laughs> but what I want to talk about this week is I think a small segment of people, hopefully, but. God damn it, do they annoy me. It's people who love BB-8. Like, if you love BB-8 and you think he's awesome, you're fucking stupid. (laughs) Because (laughs) it's just fucking R2-D2 on a soccer ball. That is not cool. (laughs) Oh, God. Ripped off another character who really, I mean, R2 is fine, but really not that interesting to begin with. You just ripped him off and put him on a different body, and and for some reason people love it. Like the toys sell out like nothing, like nobody's business. There are people who like actually seem to love this character, and they're like, "Oh my god, he's the best character in the entire you know fucking Star Wars world." What the fuck are you talking about? He's a stupid droid who just beeps. How is this better than actual characters who have actual personalities? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't understand it. And there are people who well. actually seem to believe this. Like, And the whole thing is, I mean, not only are you ripping off R2-D2, it's just stupid to do. Like, anytime you have, you know, there's a lot of famous duos where it's like one of them talks and the other one doesn't, so the one who talks kind of translates for the other one. You know, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Penn and Teller, like, there's all kinds of things like that. To add a third one that doesn't talk, is just, or another one that doesn't talk, that just throws the whole thing out of balance. Then you're just fucking, <laughs> it's just fucking stupid. Jesus. That would be like if they're just like, oh, you know, like Jay and Silent Bob, we just added a guy named Silent Bill, who's basically the exact fucking same thing as Silent Bob, except he's like on a skinny body instead of a fat guy. <laughs> But he's going to join and, you know, do the same things that Silent Bob does. That would be terrible. True. Nobody would like that. <laughs> oh, God. And yet that's what they've done with BB-8. <laughs> and for some reason, people are like, oh, my God, he's so good. Well, I can't confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My ear hurts. Um, (laughs) 
Well, I mean, so I yeah, think, that's my number five. I think, I think you scared everyone now. <laughs> that's the point of this segment to scare people with, with your rage. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, I could come up with a good one, but it, I think most of mine are going to be political. And I'm not even a political oh. person, but it's just how <laughs> no, I am. <laughs> um, well, I guess, I guess we'll talk about Washington and the minimum wage. Because I know oh. I had a rant on this a few months ago. Um <laughs> Builders. Uh, so minimum wage in Washington, or at least in the Seattle area, most people are trying to, uh, well, it actually happened, um, and it should be completely finalized by, I think, 2020, where everybody in the Seattle land area will be getting $15 an hour. And my rant Jesus. begins where a lot of people have already started getting $15 an hour because the businesses have, I think it was like five years to get uh, to figure out their finances to make sure that all their employees get five or fifteen dollars an hour. They have fifteen or five years to do this. Um, and it started oh I don't know like two years ago or something like that I think. But uh, a lot of people in Seattle are starting to get fifteen dollars an hour. Yes, if you work at McDonald's, you're able to get fifteen dollars an hour nowadays, uh, which is more than what I was making at my warehouse job just a few years ago. I would work wow. so hard. I'd work my entire ass off, sweating every day, doing everything I could <laughs> to keep my ass? team going. It was so stressful, but we did it, and we did it every day. And McDonald's people were making more than I was. Um, what really pisses me off or what really grinds my gears is basically <laughs> the fact that now I go to McDonald's and – now they've hiked up the prices. That's how they figured out how to pay their employees fifteen dollars an hour. The prices are high, yep. so there's no longer a dollar menu. It's about a two dollar and fifty cent dollar menu, I guess. Um, oh, so yeah. everything, the the lowest costing thing there, they don't have the dollar drinks there in Seattle anymore. Um, so everything is, uh, I think, the lowest price is about two dollars and fifty cents, somewhere around there. Uh, which it just still shocks me that people actually still go to McDonald's in the first place to get anything to eat in Seattle or just anywhere, period. It is Everything is so expensive there. Like, I don't understand how anybody wants to eat down there. I mean, I'll go down there to have, like, touristy, like, restaurant food, but never, mm-hmm. never, never, ever to eat fast food there. It is so expensive. It's ridiculous. Like, I went there to get wow. the, uh, I think one time to the KFC, five buck, five dollar Whatever it was, the go meal or mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what it was. Uh, it wasn't five dollars. It was eight fifty. I was like, "Can Jesus. I have five dollars?" And they're like, "We we don't have it. It's eight fifty. I was like, "Well, then I'm not eating here." And then I left. And that's what started my rant <laughs> on Facebook because I couldn't because I literally we were so hungry. I had to stop and eat somewhere. I was I could I was so hungry, dude. It was ridiculous. So I'm like, "All right, we're going to KFC." And then I don't, I don't usually eat KFC, but I was like, "All right, I know they got that five dollar to go thing." So I went there to try to order it, and it was eight fifty. I'm like, I ain't paying an extra three dollars and fifty cents for something that's usually five bucks. You guys are are, are ridiculous. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just kind of drives me nuts because I mean, when we were kids, you got to think about it. The threat was you can either get an education or you can flip burgers at McDonald's all the time. Well, apparently, it's an okay thing to flip burgers at McDonald's now because you're making yeah. great money. You're making fifteen bucks an hour. 
<laughs> so yeah, you're making more I than mean, people who actually like <laughs> went to college. So why yeah, bother? And, and, and the craziest thing, the mindset just doesn't make sense because well, their, their defense was, well, it's not a livable wage. Well, it was never meant to be. It's supposed to be for college right. kids or high school students to make some extra money to eat, not to live. Yeah, you worked at Taco There's Bell no when you were like in high school. Exactly. My my the minimum wage then was five dollars and fifty cents. I made two hundred bucks every two weeks. Like it was ridiculous. And now people are complaining <laughs> that oh, ele- I think it was eleven dollars is when there. Uh, I think here maybe it's ten bucks. It was like ten or eleven dollars was minimum wage in Seattle at the time when they were complaining that they weren't making enough. But it, it still doesn't make sense because even at fifteen dollars an hour, and if you're still living in Seattle, it's still not enough money because everything still costs like a jillion dollars. So you're not making any money at all. It's going right back into whatever food or clothes or whatever the heck you're paying for because, I mean, that money's got to come from somewhere. Yeah, doesn't just come from. Thin air, stupid. Yeah. My favorite part was is the lady who was in charge of this like whole protest thing uh, a couple of years ago. She's like, it's not fair for people who are uh, low income and they don't have minimum wage. And places like Walmart's make millions and millions and millions of dollars, and they should be paying their employees fifteen dollars an hour. I'm going to tell you right now, Kevin. There's not a single Walmart in Seattle, so I do not know what she's talking about. <laughs> So, so she was just talking to talk. It didn't make any sense. But all right, that's my rant. Minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't make it even make sense because then if everything goes up in price, what the fuck is the point of getting $15 an hour if you can't even shop at Walmart anymore or, or go to McDonald's? Exactly. Oh, I know. <laughs> You've raised and your and the worst for part is, is like, And the worst part is, is like I heard that uh, like Tacoma – and I think some of Olympia is starting to do that now, which uh, do I get a bump in raise if everybody's going to go from $10 to $15? Do I get a $5 raise to try to keep up with the, the inflation of everything? No, the answer is no. I'm not. I'm going to make just the mm-hmm. same amount of money as yep. I ever have. Just because people want a livable wage, I'm going to be making actually almost less. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I, God, I, I hate that. I hate it so much. Yeah, that's that's okay. stupid. That's my rant. I've ranted long enough. <laughs> that was a good one. I approve. I mean, it's almost as good as BB-8. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my next one actually also is kind of along the same lines. It has to do with with wages. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Hollywood, the so-called Hollywood wage gap. Uh, you know, how basically like there's supposedly a big gap between what actors get paid versus what actresses get paid. Um, and I'm not saying that this doesn't exist at all. I'm sure there are plenty of cases where that's happened. And I'm sure if you really look into it, there are, you know, plenty of examples you could point to. But... It seems like a lot of the arguments people actually use are fucking stupid. <laughs> so, no yeah, shocker. a couple of years ago, there was a big deal about, like, oh, the Avengers, like, Robert Downey Jr. gets, gets getting paid, like, $50 million, but Scarlett Johansson only got, like, 13 
It's like, oh, that's fucking sexist right there. Boo. <laughs> that's they can't pay the, the 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 lady so much less than the man. But let's take a look at number the second highest paid Avenger, and what they got paid. Who was number two? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so she's getting paid more than all of the other dudes in the cast. So it doesn't seem that funny. sexist to me. <laughs> that seems hilarious. That just kind of means, oh, hey, Robert Downey Jr. is fucking important, and they want to keep him around. <laughs> So they'll pay him whatever the fuck he wants. If he's an outlier, that's not the fucking standard. Uh, one yeah. female is the you know, second highest paid in the cast. That seems pretty good to me. <laughs> I love it when people are just stupid. <laughs> this is going to be the episode where I just get angry the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, like, people will say, like, oh, you know, Jennifer Lawrence is doing the Hunger Games. She didn't make as much as Robert Downey Jr. Again, like, Robert Downey Jr. is getting paid a lot because he's very important to Marvel. He's very, very important. They need to keep him around. They've done, like, 16 movies so far, and he's been in, like, half of them. Hunger Games was four movies, which they should have just kept it at three, but... They stretched it to four, and that was going to be done after four. They all knew that, so I can't see why they would, you know, pay her nearly as much as they are paying Robert Downey Jr. over at Marvel. I don't understand why anybody's complaining anyways. That just drives me bananas. Stop complaining. <laughs> Those are excellent yep. idiots. And it seems like, I mean, I'm sure, like, again, it's not perfect, but in a world where basically your agent is arguing, you know, trying to get you as much money as possible, it seems like a system that's going to pay you pretty much what you're worth. Like either you'll, you know, they'll come up with a number that they agree, the studio agrees you're worth or you'll, you won't do it. But it seems like you're going to end up getting paid what you're worth essentially. (laughs) Yep. So if you're not getting enough money, then Talk to your agent. <laughs> Get a better agent or something then. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, I mean, sometimes they'll be like, you know, I feel like they say that, you know, just because you're the lead actress, you're not getting paid as much as the lead actor. Like, you have to look at that on a case-to-case basis. Like, if you're Breaking Bad, like, the be- the two clear stars of the show were, you know, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. If you're fucking Skyler, the wife, <laughs> like, you may be the lead actress, like, the highest, you know, and the most, you know, I guess by default you're the lead actress because you're in the show the most. But you're not nearly as important as those two, like, stars of the show. So, obviously, you're not going to get paid as much. Right. But if it's like Mike and Molly or something like that, where it's just like Melissa McCarthy and whatever the fat guy was who's playing her husband, then then she should be getting paid more for sure. <laughs> because she could be out doing movies and stuff, and he's you know nobody. So by all means, pay her more. And fuck the fat guy. 
<laughs> Just like the world has always done to it. <laughs> so insensitive. <laughs> but yeah, so again, I mean, I'm sure it exists on some level, but the a lot of the examples people use are just stupid. Stupid, oh, yeah. stupid, stupid. I wholeheartedly agree. Now, what political part can I talk about now? <laughs> political minefields can you narrowly navigate your way through? <clears throat> oh, here we go. I got a good one. Uh, oh. How do I say this without offending the world? Gender identity. No. Uh, well, this one's a lovely topic in this lovely state. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I couldn't tell you who's who anymore. You can pretty <laughs> much identify as whatever you want in this state. I can tell you, tell you that. It's insanity to me. Um, I, I remember watching a... Oops. I remember watching a thing not too long ago about this whole whole spiel uh, where a guy a guy is arguing with the girl at a I think some kind of rally or something, and it was actually quite hilarious because this chick had no idea what she was talking about. She was just saying stuff, and you could tell <laughs> that she was just mumbling some stuff because her her beliefs were pretty strong and you know having gender, you know being whatever you wanted to be, if, however you thought that you wanted to be it. And she's like, uh, you know, why can't a girl be in the Boy Scouts? And the guy says, well, because, you know, uh, a, a boy should be in the Boy Scouts. And she says, well, where does it say that? And he's like, in the name, Boy Scouts. <laughs> in the name. That's where it says it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, she went, like, everybody started laughing at her, and rightfully so, because now she started sounding stupid. Um, but he goes on this whole entire rant about, uh, you know, how, you should be whatever you were born as. What you're doing to yourself is just putting yourself into this mindset of, you know, oh, I think I'm a girl, or and because of that, I, I'm a girl. Well, no, that's not how that works. Uh, and he goes on saying, uh, I don't know. From my opinion, I don't think that gender identity is a thing. I mean, this literally just started, what, not too long ago, the whole I'm going to be whatever I want to be. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm going to be yeah. an attack helicopter if I choose to be an attack helicopter. <laughs> uh, it doesn't make sense to me that people are going to identify as something that they're clearly not. If you're going to pretend that you are a a girl and you're a boy, then that's called pretending. You're an actor at that point, not doing anything else besides <laughs> that. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, never it does seem kind of weird that, like, like if you, there's nothing stopping you from being like a very feminine man or a very masculine woman. It's just trying to be like, no, I'm this, even when I'm not. Like that's where it gets kind of weird. Right. I mean, like I said, I'm not against people who want to do that stuff. Um, I just don't understand it. It just clearly does not make any sense to me, honestly. Um, I mean, be whatever you want. But I mean, and I don't, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Just don't be stupid. <laughs> Stop being stupid. Yeah. 
doesn't make sense. <laughs> Remember that lady who was, uh, she was like white, but she was claiming she was black? She's like, I identify as black. No, I don't remember that, but that's hilarious. <laughs> she was like some kind of a congresswoman, or like I think she was like representing. She was part of the, um, the NAACP or something like that, like one of those organizations. <laughs> and she's like, nope, I'm a black woman, but her parents are both white. <laughs> I like the the one dude. Uh, he was, I think he's in his late forties, early fifties, and he's like, I I identify as a six year old girl. And uh, <laughs> he was adopted by a family because he wanted to be a, a six-year-old girl, and he couldn't just be out on his own. So and a family adopted him as a six-year-old girl. <laughs> that makes sense to somebody. That made sense for somebody to adopt him like that. I mean, that person needs to be in, like, a mental institution right there. <laughs> oh, I know. I hear you. Prison is a severe problem. That's the kind of shit that makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's silly world. That's just a silly world. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. <laughs> the best of times. <laughs> All right. Well, my next one um, is going to be something I'm more confused about than anything. Um, have you ever seen the, the John Hughes movie, Sixteen Candles? Nope. Oh, it's a, it's a good movie. Um, but for some reason, like, every time there's one of these lists of, like, oh, the most racist movie characters, like, Long Duck Dong is always mentioned. <laughs> Getty Watanabe's character. He's, like, always on there, like, you know, really high on the list usually. And I don't understand why. I mean, I guess the name is a little weird, but he's, like, he does, like, you know, the stereotypical Asian voice. But he's a fucking foreign exchange student from China. So he's not going to – it's not like he was born here and was raised here his whole life. He's playing a foreign exchange student who, you know, probably learned English for a couple of weeks and then was sent over here. He's not going to talk perfectly normal and sound like a normal American. I'm sure if we sent a foreign exchange student over to China and in his place, like he sounds like a fucking dumb American. Getting racist. I like it. (laughs) I'm sure that happened. Like you're not going to speak perfect Chinese if you go over there. And, you know, not sound like a dumb yokel, probably. A yokel? (laughs) (laughs) You kind of sound like a dumb yokel right now. You need to cut that out. (laughs) Because really the character, like, other than that, he's not, you know, doing stupid, you know, things that are stereotypical of Asians or something like that. I mean, he's very quirky and weird, but, you know, everybody in those movies are. Basically, if you just if you can only like have Asians in your movie that speak perfect English, even though they're you know doesn't make sense for their character, and can't be you know quirky or weird at all, they just you have to always show them in the perfect light where they're perfectly normal, and you know like then, then no wonder people aren't gonna like try to put you know put them in their movies like right. 
because that's boring. Like, <laughs> nobody gets up in arms like an anchorman that all the white, you know, guys are all weird and quirky characters. Because they weren't. It'd be fucking I get boring. A I get a little <laughs> upset. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes. I just don't even understand why it's considered so bad. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are we just supposed to ignore that people do talk like that sometimes if they're, you know, not from this country and don't speak English as their first language? <sighs> like, there's you're I don't just know. being too politically correct at that point. You're ignoring that no, you know, things even exist. <laughs> Drives me bananas. <laughs> Don't get bananafied. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my number three together. <laughs> um, damn, I don't know if I have another one right off the top of my head. Um... <laughs> Oh, here's a good one. This isn't a rant, but it can easily become a rant, uh, or at least could have been a rant. So this one's awesome. So uh, one of the things that I hate, because obviously I drive a truck around for a good portion of my life right now. Uh, So, you know, one thing that always drove me nuts and always still drives me nuts is distracted driving. Now, I'm not huge on talking on the phone while I'm driving. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that because it is very dangerous, and obviously people have lost their lives because of it. Um, so it drives me nuts seeing people on their phone, but I understand it sometimes, but it is extremely dangerous and I can, I I can understand why people hate it, which I mean, I do, I I don't like distracted driving, but, uh, the, they have a new law in good old Washington, which, oh man, oh man, it's so great. Such a great law. They just started it up, uh, where, or it starts tomorrow, actually. So if you're caught on your phone, just like normally, if you're just caught on your phone, that's already a law. Phone, you get a, you get a ticket. You already know that firsthand. I was on the phone with you that one time. Um, and you'll, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, you can get a ticket for being on your phone, which that, that, that's already been a thing. Now, if you're texting on your phone, that's a ticket as well. But they've never, they've always had a problem where they, uh, like if people are like stopped at a red light, and they're just kind of like looking at their phone. Uh, people would use mm-hmm. that excuse because they're like, "Well, I'm stopped. I'm not actually driving." Uh, so now, starting tomorrow, if you're stopped at a stoplight and if you're holding your phone, that's a hundred thirty-six dollar ticket. If oh my god, if you're holding your phone at all, it's a hundred thirty-six dollar ticket. Even at a red light, even at a stoplight, even at a stop sign, even in any anywhere on the road, if you're holding your phone, it's a hundred and thirty-six dollar ticket. On your second offense, it's a two hundred and forty dollar ticket. Uh, if you're using a GPS, it needs to be in a holder. It needs to be in a oh, holder. God. Now, if uh, the only thing you're legally able to do with your phone is touch it once, so if you needed to use the GPS to choose a new location or whatnot, you touch the phone once, and again, the phone has to be in a holder. Um, if <laughs> You're touching it more than once. That's a hundred and thirty six dollar ticket. Um, if you <laughs> How do they know? Like how if, can they see 
how many times you're touching it. Uh, well, I guess that they're in the car next to you and they're watching you touch it multiple times. Or if they see you looking down, they're going to assume that you're on your phone and they're going to pull you over. Because at that point, that's distracted driving. Even if you're not on your phone, you can't. <laughs> so Washington got super strict. And this is actually kind of funny. Some of it sucks. Because, again, I'm on the road all the time. So, like, my lunch mm-hmm. is usually while I'm driving. But if if you're caught driving and eating now, depending on what you're eating, if it's something that the cop got you distracted, that's a $99 ticket. So if you're eating, like, double fisting a, a burger in your mouth while driving, that's a $99 <laughs> ticket. Um, if you're oh, smoking, it's a $99 ticket. Um, if you're, like, lighting a cigarette, again, double fisting. If the officer thinks it's something that is distracting you from driving. Um, if you're uh, brushing your hair or doing makeup, which is one thing I absolutely hate when people are doing that. Like, it's so dangerous. That's true. I'm going to try to do mascara. That's a $99 <laughs> yeah. ticket. Uh, wow. Uh, old ladies with dogs in their lap while driving is a $99 ticket. <laughs> on, the second offense, on the second offense, if you have... Uh, a cell phone or whatnot uh, next to you or whatever. Uh, if you're caught with the cell phone for the second offense, it's a 240-something dollar ticket, and uh, it goes to your insurance. So now you're going to get charged more for your insurance. Holy crap! And this all starts tomorrow. Oh God, is it going to be crazy? It's so great. Yeah. I can't wait for it. I think eight, <laughs> being Asian on the street should be a ticket. <laughs> the most dangerous thing on the road right now is Asians. <laughs> Next thing is probably women. Uh, and then teenage boys. Uh, those are the, those are the worst. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Terrible at everything. But there we go. I guess that's my next <laughs> slash rant. Wow. Not really a rant. I They're really cracking down in Washington. Can't do anything. They sure are. It's beautiful. <laughs> they legalize marijuana and criminalize everything else, even breathing. Yep. If you're breathing <laughs> while driving, it's a $99 ticket. <laughs> you were distracted by filling your lungs with air. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yep, pretty awesome. That's pretty <laughs> great. Looking forward to it. Pretty goddamn ridiculous. Oh, well, my next one, uh, this is definitely something that's you know, always kind of bugged me, but I'd say even more so recently because I've been listening to this podcast called Binge Mode uh, that uh, Bill Simmons his like his minions are kind of doing. <laughs> it's like a Game of Thrones podcast. They like you know listen, rewatch all the episodes and you know break them down that kind of thing. And they were basically doing you know ten episodes a week for the last six weeks <laughs> to get prepared for the new season and stuff like that. And uh, the, there's two hosts, and they're both kind of like this, but it's one especially this uh, lady Mallory Rubin. Like, clearly, like, it's one thing to, like, you know, to love your animals. 
a lot of people do that, you know. You you got a pet, you love it, you know, and you take care of it, and you you'd be sad if it died, that kind of thing. Obviously, there's nothing things. wrong with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you got to keep things in perspective. If you like love animals way more than people, there's something very wrong with you. <laughs> Especially in regards to like a fictional show. Like she clearly, like yeah. she gets really upset. Like whenever the dire wolves, like one of the dire wolves die, it's like, like she gets way more upset about that than like character. <laughs> so that's kind of weird. Like there was this group called the Unsullied, which is basically like this group of slaves, where like they would, um, as part of their training, they you know, they want to try to beat all the humanity out of you essentially. So part of their training, they would give you a puppy, and then like a year later, you'd have to kill the puppy. And she was way more upset about that than the fact that they also make you take a baby and kill it in front of its mother. <laughs> like, oh, that's fine. But they had to the, the kill one of the puppies. Like, no, no, no. Oh. That's upsetting. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Where are your priorities? I mean, I'm not bothered by any of this because it's fucking fiction, but... <laughs> 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 but seriously, like, that's just ridiculous. And pretty much anything like that. Like, there are definitely people out there who seem to be way more upset. Like, you know, someone reads an article about, like, someone who's, like, dogfighting. Like, again, that's bad. You should not be for that. But is that, you know, way more upsetting than someone, like, some kid being, like, killed or something like that? No. <laughs> If you're going to be super upset about one but not the other, then you're just fucking stupid. That's true. You got to have your priorities. Not some people like there's, like a, a, <laughs> there's like a fire in an apartment building. I kind of believe that these people would just, you know, if they had to save, you know, they can only save one. And there's like a dog in one room and a person in the other room. They would go for the dog every time. They just let the person die. <laughs> I get my board games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. That's smart. <laughs> <laughs> now we're cooking with fire. <laughs> Although there's so many, I don't know how you would get them all out. <laughs> Unless you get that True. velcro suit from that one. I have And another thing with, uh, <laughs> about people and their pets that makes me angry is uh, anybody who like decides to celebrate Mother's Day or Father's Day because they have a pet. <laughs> like, you're fucking stupid. Oh, God. That is stupid. <laughs> like, I didn't even know that was a You're thing. a pet owner. You're not a mother. You're not a father. You do not have children. You have a pet. Yeah, I was talking to some random girl the other day, and she was saying that, oh, you know, my, I'm, my, my dogs are my kids. I'm like, oh, you burst the dog? That's gross. Who's the father then? <laughs> Was it Scruff McGruff? <laughs> it was not Scruff McGruff. It's just disgusting. <laughs> she's a she's into bestiality, I guess. <laughs> to each their own, I suppose. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. Yep. <laughs> Gross. 
So pets are not people. Keep that in mind, people. This is true. <laughs> They're not. They're not. I guess my next rant could be guns. I don't oh. understand them. I don't understand the point of them. Now I understand that people like them, and it's weird because I'm in the military. And people yeah. will be like, oh, I'm sure you like guns because you're in the military. The answer is no. It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not against guns <laughs> like some like political people are like, oh, get rid of all guns. But secretly, I'm like, get rid of all guns. That don't make any damn sense. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I don't understand. I mean, unless you're hunting, which I completely am for. Hey, if you want to hunt because you need to survive, cool. I, I get that. I mean, hunt away. Get yourself a deer or a moose. I don't care. Find sure. a cow and shoot it. Um, <laughs> but I will never understand. Get a deer head on your wall. Yeah. Besides the cow part. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it does not make sense to me that people have guns still today. Zero sense. Yeah. That's um, true. People have, like, have my, buddy Gully's got one. my buddy Gully's got one, and he's like, you know, this, this thing's awesome. I like shooting it. And I was like, well, what are you shooting it at? He's like, oh, just whatever, a target. But why? That's like, I feel like it seems like a waste of time almost. And uh, he's like, no, 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 it's fun. And I went with them shooting, and it is so boring because it's literally <laughs> it's like a waste of time. I'm like, why am I shooting this? It doesn't make any sense to me. Um. I don't know. I'm so against them. It doesn't make any sense. Because people just shoot them. Just just shoot them. But what's the point of this? They're like, well, I'm going to grab my gun to protect myself. Protect yourself from what? You live in a nice area. What are you protecting yourself from? You're making zero sense right now. (laughs) Yeah, this is definitely one of those things where it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, I don't know. Most people probably get all poopy because, you know, oh, I like guns. Uh, I can't even think of a good reason for them to even like them. Honestly, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, yeah. Because, just because, <laughs> I like shooting them at stuff. Yeah. I guess. That's about it. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't get the purpose of them. I never have. I never will. Even at war, like, this is going to sound stupid. And, like, so, like, it, it won't make sense. I mean, and it doesn't because you'll never get rid of all guns. Just like we tried to get rid of alcohol, you'll never get rid of alcohol. But if guns were never invented, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be, like, half the crazy shit that's going on today. But, of course, they were invented. And, they, and there's no way of getting rid of them now. They're just there, but... Oh, no. Yeah, that's the problem. Is, like, criminals are always going to have guns. So... Yep. You get rid of guns. Kind of is what it is. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just open season. I don't know. I, I just can't get into them. I hate I hate shooting them. The military has totally ruined that for me. <laughs> it's so boring, and it's such a long, tedious process. Oh, God, do I hate it. <laughs> How often do you have to do it now? Like, at all? Do they ever make you go uh, do something? Once a year. They still got to yeah. do it once a year thing. Pretty awful. <laughs> Is it better Pretty or worse than having to jog? Uh, to jog? Well, my knee's all completely <laughs> messed up, so I can't really jog anywhere anyways. Um, say it's worse than jogging when my knee was good. Yeah. I'd sit there all day. Well, it, 
the military, it's worse than ever because you just sit there all day long. You shoot for five minutes, and then you sit there and wait for everybody else who completely sucks at shooting. Oh, God. So it is literally just a huge That's waste of time. Terrible. It is, I promise you. Boring as hell. Yep. So, I don't know. I just hate shooting. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I hate guns because it doesn't make any sense to me. That's it. That's all I got. Just go back to squirt guns. <laughs> Worst that happens is you get a little soaked. Yep. But there's my rant on guns. I'm just letting it all out today. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Um, well, I guess my last one is going to be a bunch of kind of little, little rapid-fire ones. That kind of all go together. Um, I'm pretty sure it's come up, you know, maybe once on this show that uh, I see a lot of movies <laughs> in the theater. <laughs> it's a pretty fairly regular yep. occurrence for me. Um, and so I'm gonna do here for my for my next one here is gonna be my movie pet peeves of the theater going experience, in which there are many. Uh, I mean, there's oh, the God. obvious, you know, people talking or texting the entire time, or answering their phone, obviously those are, you know, right up there. Those are fucking scum of the earth right there. Say <laughs> scones. Lowest of the low. Scones of the earth. <laughs> but some other ones that deserve mentioning is seat selection. Like, if there's, you know, you've got to always leave some space between you and the next person. Especially if there's not very many people in the theater, like sit as far away from everyone as you can. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> it is unacceptable to just be like sit one or two chairs away from somebody if it's like you know a, bare, a pretty much empty theater. You just do not do that. Yeah, that is just ridiculous. I can I can agree with that. I don't know why you're going to sit right behind me or right in front of me. Yeah. And, like, I was at a movie last weekend where it's just, like, there was, um, like, there was, you know, it was, you know, very few people. The movie had been out for a couple of weeks. So somebody walks in, like, um, probably five minutes after the movie has started. So it's not like there's going to be a whole rush more, you know, people coming in after that. The movie's already started. You're probably the last one coming in. And so this person sits in the same row as some other person when the row right in front of them completely empty. It's like, why the fuck would you not go for the empty row? <laughs> why? Man, that's so stupid. It's not like this was way up front. Like, this was, you know, third row from the back. Right. Yeah, that's... So that, that yeah, no that just annoys me. Um, and also people, like, if you're going into a row, pick the right side to go into. Like, if there are people in, you know, let's say you're going to this row, and there's, like, someone sitting way on the, the right side, and there's, you know, a couple, there's, like, two people sitting a couple of seats down from them, don't go in the right side of the row. Go to the other side where there's no people and go in that side. <laughs> 
don't have to just, you know, walk across people so that you instead of going the other way where there's no fucking people. Kevin's angry, everybody. <laughs> He's just straight angry. Especially like, oh, my God, I've been at uh, the quarry before, and, like, there's, you know, the back row has nothing but space behind it, probably a good, you know, four feet of space behind the back row. And people have, like, you know, walked across people instead of going around the back to get to the other side and going that way. It doesn't make any right. sense. Why do you got to inconvenience everyone? So dumb. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That is pretty stupid. Um, let me think of another good one. Um, the other, I got a couple more. So I'll buy some more time. Oh. Um, <laughs> bringing your children. Just don't do it. Unless they're old enough to fucking shut the hell up. <laughs> If they're going to talk the whole time or scream and cry, just don't bring them. (laughs) You either get a babysitter or you can't go see the movie. I agree with that. I think even parents agree with that. They don't – most of them are like, I don't want to. I don't want to bring this kid. He's going to (laughs) poop right in the middle of it. Like, I saw Pirates 5 this summer, and it was completely ruined by this fucking brat who would not shut up. The mom would kind of, like, keep taking her off to the side, not even out of the theater fully, but, like, into, you know, like, the stairwell, which was not good enough. And Wonder Woman, same thing. It was like, Christ. (laughs) It's bad enough I got to sit through Gal Gadot's terrible acting. Now I got this ruining this as well. (laughs) This baby's not helping this movie at all. <laughs> it's only lowering my rating every time this kid won't shut up. <laughs> I went to a... Also... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Um, I went to a Transformers movie. Uh, I think it was the second one at the time. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the entire city was on Fort Lewis. Oh, God, man. It was a horrible experience. Where the entire <laughs> time, the whole theater would just, it was so loud. Like, anytime they'd just start laughing at random parts that didn't make any damn sense. Oh, my God. They would just start laughing. And everybody was so fucking loud when they cheer. I didn't know what was happening in the movie half the time because they were so <laughs> fucking loud. I hate people. I was like, what are they laughing at? <laughs> it was the whole theater, I though. I saw Valerian like yesterday. Of people. <laughs> And this guy fucking kept laughing at nothing, like obnoxiously laughing. Like someone was like dying and he's like laughing his head off. Like, all right, <laughs> this guy's a fucking psychopath. <laughs> and he kept making like Bruce Lee noises, like going, Wah! like all the time. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, you fucking asshole? I mean, that that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it really didn't. It was the most insane thing ever, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> also, anybody who claps at the movies, like, unless you're at the world premiere and the stars are there, don't fucking clap. <laughs> Nobody can hear it. Nobody cares. 
Right. <laughs> Either at the end of the movie, like, don't do it, or just like, oh, yay, they won. I'm going to clap. Like, fuck you. <laughs> 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 this isn't a live concert. <laughs> no one's going to hear your, your applause and be like, yay, we did a good job. Yeah, no, I can I can agree with that one. Clapping is pretty stupid. It really is. It makes no goddamn sense. And then uh, my last couple here all have to do with the bathroom <laughs> at the movie theater. These kind of apply for most oh. bathrooms, but especially at the movie theater. Um, again, leave space. You know, if there's like five urinals and there's only two of you there, you definitely should not be near each other. <laughs> Always leave yeah. space. <laughs> well, that's just a man's rule. You'd never, ever stand some next to somebody. Even if there's all, like, I don't know, they're, like, separated somehow. Even if they're all full. Uh, you never go in the middle of two people. Go to a stall. Go to a stall. <laughs> yep. You don't go you don't near need anyone to be on top of absolutely each other. necessary. <laughs> exactly. That's the truth right also, there. Also... <laughs> people who like will linger in the bathroom like um, like there's this guy a couple weeks ago I was in the bathroom you know I'm washing my hands and he's just standing there you know pretending to check his phone essentially because he didn't want to touch the bathroom door what? so he waits for somebody else to, to open the bathroom door <laughs> yeah I guess because I'm sure he was afraid of germs so he was just kind of waiting for me to open the bathroom door so that he wouldn't have to touch the handle that's the weirdest thing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> yep. Like, grow some fucking balls. Like, you're not going to die because you touched the bathroom door handle. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but, you know, if you are worried about germs, one thing you shouldn't do that I've seen a lot of people do is bring, like, their popcorn or their drink in with them <laughs> into the bathroom. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that's just gross. <laughs> you know how many poo particles are all over that popcorn now? <laughs> particles. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty gross. Like, you just don't do that. <laughs> That's not a good idea at all. <laughs> no. No, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say those are those are my biggest, you know, movie pet peeves right there. Yeah. If you do any of those, you're terribly wrong and need to stop. <laughs> yeah. I can agree with that. <laughs> and I know you hate people who talk during the movie. <laughs> oh God! You don't even know. It lets them I mean, get them left behind. <laughs> it will get them left behind. There's no doubt about that. You talk during the movie, I will leave you there. I don't even care if you drove or didn't drive. You will be left there. <laughs> oh, my favorite story ever. For some reason, it's a lot of people. It was a horrible <laughs> time for me. <laughs> well, at least we can lead to some good stories, if nothing else. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I still don't know if I have another good one yet. Uh-oh. I don't really complain too much. Yeah. I can never really think of anything. Mostly just millennials, I guess. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. I hate all millennials. Everything about them. Yeah. Um, I hate the fact that they like new age music that's just awful. I don't like it. Bad music. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, I don't know. I just dislike millennials. They just suck. <laughs> they definitely seem to ruin everything. Well, they do ruin And they're everything. so butthurt about everything in the fucking world. Like, just fucking shut up, you know? <laughs> I don't want to hear about your shenanigans. I just don't. Nope. It's annoying. Shut up. <laughs> so true. <laughs> they are kind of just the way you they are. But, um, man, I can't really think of anything else besides horrible millennials. <laughs> it was a short one, but I think it's solid. I, I feel like it speaks for itself. <laughs> we all know millennials. We all hate them. It's true. I definitely do. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we launch into uh, our second thing we're going to do today? We're going to look back yeah. and uh, start our whole journey here into a little show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. We're going to very slowly through, you know, a number of episodes, we'll get into all the episodes of the, you know, original series at some point. So we're going to start today with the pilot episode. Um, I'm going to play a little theme song. And then why don't you tell the kids a little bit about the show in case they don't know. Oh, Give sure, a little sure, bit sure. of background. So the show is, it's kind of like, uh, most people consider it like the, the Goosebumps spinoff, but it actually started four years before Goosebumps was even a show. Uh, yeah, it's true. I'm sure uh, some people may not know. Um, but the cool thing is, is uh, I consider it still scarier than Goosebumps. Goosebumps was definitely a scary, scary business, but uh, I don't think it was anywhere compared to uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? There were some episodes of that that still scared me to this. Well, probably not to this day. Still definitely intense. I mean, there were some really creepy, creepy episodes. Um, I think the one yeah, thing it does so have over Goosebumps is the acting was better. Like, I remember that, I mean, Are You Afraid of the Dark is not perfect, but the acting in Goosebumps, I remember always being atrocious. <laughs> yeah. Like, really bad. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty fucking awful. Uh, I mean, there were both, there's times where they were both pretty bad. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking a little <laughs> bit of that about the pilot episode, but good lord. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was definitely something to behold. But it, it, essentially, what it was is he had a uh, group, a group that was called the Midnight Society that all meet up at midnight at this one area, like a campground area, where they'd have a campfire kind of going on, and uh, they would talk about scary, uh, scary 
stories. Each one of them had a scary story they would tell each night. And uh, they would talk about whatever scary story that they had going on. And each one was very different. It wasn't like every single one was a ghost story or every single one was a spooky spooky tale of, I don't know, haunted monsters or whatnot. (laughs) Like, they were all different. They were really crazy. Um, Yeah, it's like the X-Files. Yeah, for sure. Good. I liked it. It was for kids, too. I mean, there was some episodes probably a little less than for kids, but it's still super good. I really did enjoy it. Yeah, it's a, it was a great show. I didn't get to see it as much as you did when I was a kid because I didn't have cable, but we used to always, like, they would have, like, videos down at Burbank Video. Remember on 79th Street? Yeah. We used to have some VHS tapes of it, so we rented those a bunch when we were kids. And I was like, yeah. Oh. For sure. But uh, let's play the theme song and then we'll get into the uh, first episode here. <laughs> what in the what the hell was that? <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> An ear piercing theme song. <laughs> Certainly was. It's okay. Hearing is overrated. Of all the Guess senses, so. who needs hearing? <laughs> as long as you got I change. mean, just ask Grandpa. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so let's uh, – uh, first episode that we're going to talk about is the, the pilot episode of the series, uh, season one, episode one. The Tale of the Phantom Cab. Yeah. <laughs> the good one. <laughs> the classic. <laughs> it is a classic. As soon as we started watching it, I was like, oh, yep, this is the one that the John Tryon episode was about, I remember. <laughs> Pete showed me clips yep. of that. <laughs> First, uh, I guess we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the, the cast of the Midnight Society at this point. So we can kind of chronicle as things change as it goes along, see how good of a job they did with that, keeping it consistent. <laughs> yep. So it opens up and it kind of pans uh, across their, their faces, but I wish they would have put, like, the names at the bottom. So they're like, man, it would be nice to know who these characters are. But then at the end they kind of have the vote, which kind of gives you their names. So it took a while, but they finally got there. Yeah. Um. So basically, we got we got David, who is the kid with the brown hair, kind of looks like one of the Lawrence brothers, <laughs> like Joey Lawrence and oh uh, yeah Matthew Lawrence, yeah, and yeah, the little yeah. kid. <laughs> he looks like he would belong in that family. Then there was Kiki, the oh, yeah, streetwise black girl <laughs> from Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm tough, eh? 
And there was Betty Ann, <laughs> who just sounds oh, like Hillary with that name. <laughs> she kind of seems like she like is is self conscious about her weight and like tries to hide it in big sweaters. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Little ba- Betty Ann. <laughs> Then there's Kristen, played by Rachel Blanchard, who is one like the one person who I actually like. Oh my god, I actually recognize her. She went on to do things. I have no idea who that is. Is that <laughs> blonde girl? Yeah, the blonde girl. She was in the uh, when they turned Clueless into a TV show on like UPN. She played the Alicia Silverstone part. I never even actually oh, saw okay. that show, but I remember her on the commercials all the time. <laughs> I think she was also in okay. like. Uh, Euro trip and something else. Or no, road trip. Yeah, not Euro trip. And without a paddle, that stupid Seth Green, Dak Shepard movie. She's in that too. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that thing in forever. Oh, that's a classic. <laughs> yeah, she was in there. That's a good one. Because I knew, I immediately recognized her. I'm like, she's done something. So I had to kind of go to IMDb and look her up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Now she seems familiar. Then there's Eric, the kind of emo preppy kid who kind of looks like Mike Gorchak. <laughs> yeah. He got like the same haircut. <laughs> Yep, yep, I remember him. <laughs> and then Gary, who's like the leader of the group, I guess, with glasses. And yeah, taking Gary, the vote, yeah, he yeah, yeah. me. So I had to wait for the end credits and kind of see who who was you know missing there. So I guess his name's Gary. It is Gary. <laughs> Most people call him Gerald. <laughs> really? No. That was a lie. I apologize. <laughs> My next rant, people who lie about people named Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> and then uh, also in this episode, <laughs> it's the very first episode, and they're already trying to add somebody as they bring in a, an Asian kid named Frank who's trying out to be a part of the group. I don't think he was Asian. I think he was a Mexican mm, kid, wasn't Asian. he? You're talking about the <laughs> gangster dude? Yeah. Johnny thinks he's tough. That kid. I don't know if that guy was Asian. I'm pretty sure he was a Mexican <laughs> from like or like somebody from like Jersey. <laughs> okay. He's he's one of those three or possibly all of them. <laughs> um, I don't think he was Asian. I don't know. He looked kind of Asian, but he could have been like Hispanic. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but basically, this episode is him trying out. He's got to tell his story and. You know, they'll see if they'll let him in, basically. 
Because after he tells the story, they'll kind of all have a vote. (laughs) And it's got to be unanimous to see if he gets in. If even one person disagrees, then it can't be in. It's just like uh, Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I like that they call the person who, like, brings him to the group their sponsor. (laughs) It's like a little young Alcoholics Anonymous. (laughs) Yep. I didn't even realize that before, but I think you're right. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> I liked in like the intro of this episode as he's kind of giving his very uh, like Gary, he's giving his very Twilight Zone in- intro about like prepare to enter a world <laughs> of crazy things and all that stuff. Like he's like, yeah, yep. we all go to different schools, we all have different friends. Like, we all have different interests. It's like, well, how the fuck did these kids all get together pre-internet? <laughs> they all go to different schools. You just gotta, you just, that's how it was back then. <laughs> you just randomly, if you like scary stories, you would just randomly go to the woods. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody knew it. It was the Midnight Society. <laughs> I want to see, like, the secret origins of this Midnight Society. See how this all happened. How did they all meet up kind together? Kind of a secret. <laughs> it was like one of those flyer things, like when you're looking for a drummer, and you just hang out a flyer at the <laughs> guitar center. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how it's done. <laughs> you're hanging in the woods, though. <laughs> meet me by the tree. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I know the secret. <laughs> ah, the tree. <laughs> now I know where to go. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool that they that they blindfold the new kid, so he doesn't know where their secret meeting place is. It's true. It's all very hush hush. <laughs> that was me doing hush hush. Sorry. <laughs> That intro just kind of made me laugh. And he was like, we all have different interests, but we all come together. I was like, oh, it's going to be for anal, isn't it? <laughs> no. Some sex cult. You can't go to that <laughs> we way We all come time. together over our love of anal. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but why? <laughs> I didn't think this is where the show was going. Surprised they did this on Nickelodeon. <laughs> We're not surprised at all. <laughs> Basically, uh, you know, Frank, our storyteller, has to sit there blindfolded and tell his story while his, uh, his sponsor, by throwing sand on the fire, they really didn't seem to do anything. <laughs> I seem to remember in other episodes it actually like kind of made the thing different colors or something, but. This just kind of threw sand in it, which, you know, did nothing. The fire just kind of remained exactly the same. I know in the John Tron episode, <laughs> he uh, he does that, the whole fire thing. And he throws it in the fire. It's like, and uh, I now bring to you the tail of that. And then he goes to throw it in there. And it, like, explodes. It's like, oh, my God, what is that, Magneto? <laughs> oh, God, my eyes. 
I'm, I think I'm blind. And then he opens his eyes and all of his friends are gone. And then he's like, oh, man, I really wish I was now. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I probably should have used magnesium instead of just sand. <laughs> yeah. Sand doesn't burn very well. It burns about as well as that time, like, you and Mike tried to burn, uh, like, flour and stuff <laughs> and sugar. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> and just nothing happened. <laughs> Makes sense to me. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, the tale of the Phantom Cab. That's his his story. And I gotta tell you, it fucking <laughs> boggles my mind a little sense of the story, man. What? <laughs> what are we'll you talking there. about? <laughs> like as far as like a a scheme goes, I don't understand the point of it at all. But I guess we'll get wow. to that a little bit later. <laughs> That's shocking. As uh, at the start of the story, we're introduced to two brothers. One of whom is named Denny, which, you know, automatically I like that. Oh, hi, Denny. Why do you do this to me, Denny? <laughs> yep. You can't go wrong with that. I think the... The other little brother's name is Buzz? I think so. <laughs> Which sounds way too cool for this kid. <laughs> I don't know, he's not pretty Buzz. badass. <laughs> <laughs> this kid, like, man. <laughs> he's kind of a little girl. The best. It's the only way to say he's it. He's the best. <laughs> Yeah, like high shorts up to his like nipples. Oh, hi, Denny. <laughs> I felt like every line he had like was done later. Like it never seemed to match up with his mouth. <laughs> I know it was, it was like pretty they hilarious. Every one of his lines. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh God, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> So weird. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, these two brothers, they, they don't get along too well, I would say, to put it mildly. I mean, that's pretty mean, but yeah, you might be right there. And Benny is just completely ripping the, into this kid every five seconds. <laughs> I love I love the moment early on where he slips and falls. And then, like, they cut to Denny, and he looks back, and the kid's fucking standing there in the background. <laughs> Even though he's already fallen, you can still see him standing in the background. Oh, I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah. If you got it, like, you should pull it up. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, they clearly <laughs> shot these things in the wrong order. Because <laughs> you see him slip oh, and man, fall, got... and he's hanging on, and then they cut to oh. Denny. And you can still see him in the background. Oh, dude, I got to watch that. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm just going to try to find it now. I just like when he's falling. 
how they play that little weird guitar. Like, it's not very scary at all. It's just like, you could be yeah. any kind of like, it's like, well, that could have been a better music choice there. Yeah, there is no tension whatsoever because he's just playing this goofy music. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty hilarious. I never <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> I don't know how I saw that, but I was like, yep, he's clearly just standing back there. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. But at least he saves the compass. <laughs> yeah. I should have let you fall. should have let you fall. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I should have let you What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What a great brother. <laughs> I love it. Sorry, I saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, so good. I don't even did so they really good. explain like why these kids are out here and like why their parents aren't there? <laughs> uh no, no, they just did the what? <laughs> I mean, the older brother doesn't even seem like he wanted to be in the woods, so why is he even on this trip? <laughs> Don't worry about that. It's not for you to worry about. <laughs> I like that he calls him like a cheese ball. It's like, oh, sick burn. <laughs> the language on this show. <laughs> really getting away with a lot. This. <laughs> well, eventually, these two guys end up running into a crazy weird character uh, named Clint, I think. Or yeah. Either Clint or Clint, maybe? Clint. Clint. <laughs> My name is Clitoris. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> well, it's nice to meet you, Mr. Clitoris. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they, just, they immediately this, uh, decide to walk with this guy. Yep. <laughs> Even though he's a stranger in the middle of the woods. Yep, because they were lost, and they said that, <laughs> or he said that, Dr. Fink can help them out, or help them out. Good old Dr. Fink. Yep. Which is, he's like a reoccurring <laughs> character in the, the series. <laughs> Fink, Dr. Fink. With a va-va-va. With a va-va-va-v. Dr. Fink. <laughs> Now, I remember you saying that Dr. Vink is in this thing a lot. Like, So, basically, this Frank kid invented Dr. Vink? I don't know. Maybe. I guess so. Maybe he just uses them as reoccurring characters in his stories. I don't know. I don't remember because that, that's like – that part of the show, Dr. you just don't really care too much about who's telling the damn tale. <laughs> Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if other people are using him down the line, like, he should be the president of this club. <laughs> he invented he the character the that everyone loves and decides to use. <laughs> don't remember, man. Um, honestly, I don't know. I know he's a reoccurring character, though. Little Dr. Fink. Same, same thing with the uh, <laughs> other guy. I can't remember his name. He's in a bunch of episodes, too. Uh, oh, the cabbie guy? I don't know. The which guy? The cabbie? Yeah, some guy from a different episode. He's in a bunch of them. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's cool. 
And Dr. Vink, he's uh, he's pretty great. He's like got this huge bald spot, but they somehow still he has like really long hair and like a weird comb over so that it kind of covers it, but except a lot of the times you see it and it's like, oh, yeah, he's bald. <laughs> yep. Pretty gray, actually. <laughs> and he doesn't dress at all like a scientist. He just dresses like a homeless man. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. I'm trying to remember the, some of the shenanigans, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. He's definitely a homeless man-esque. <laughs> kind of like a homeless version of Hagrid from Harry Potter, I guess. Yeah, that's probably the best way you could probably put it. But yeah, anyways, these kids make it over to the uh, Dr. Fink's house, and Dr. Fink uh, says he'll help them out if they can answer one riddle. And the riddle kind of goes, unless you've got it written down. Uh, <laughs> I think I do somewhere. Actually, I think first I asked him some other riddle, and, like, the kid got that one. Yeah, how far can you walk into Until the Until they like, oh, well, if you can answer this riddle, I'll let you use the phone. Otherwise, I'm going to cut the cord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think here's here's the riddle. Uh, it's basically something about, like, if it's, it's something that's weightless, you can see, oh, you've got a barrel. What can you put in the barrel that's weightless, you can see it, and it will make the barrel lighter? Oh, I know. I know this one. Somebody <laughs> tried to do this riddle to me. Um, what was it? It was like a couple of years ago because everybody was just telling each other riddles, and somebody told me this riddle and had to have me answer it. I'm like, well, it's a hole. And they're like, well, oh, you asked it really fast. I was like, yeah, because it's from Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. He's like, that's where I got that riddle from. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're bonded for life. <laughs> yeah. But it's a hole, everybody. A hole is weightless. the end of the show. Oh, the be- oh yeah, that's true. But anyways, so then... Uh, <laughs> the riddle is so, apparently no one thinks you can can solve <laughs> and then they have the stupidest yeah. conversation going back and forth about whether you can solve it or not but previously somebody is like yep. i don't think you can solve this riddle <laughs> it's like maybe you can and then someone's like this sounds unsolvable <laughs> like why do you keep going back and forth saying the exact same thing i like bringing up like, anything i new. think i got it oh no i don't it's like this weird awkward pause <laughs> when he says that too yeah. <laughs> that kid, everything about him is awkward. <laughs> it's true. He reminds me of me. <laughs> oh, first, we forgot about it that uh, Dr. Vink shows them a boar's brain, which apparently is very oh, flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the John Tron episode <laughs> where, uh, uh, he like blurs it out and makes it seem like it's Dr. Fink's dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so funny. I probably thought that's where it was going when he got to talking about it. He wants them to give him a specimen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, <laughs> he's going to jerk him off. <laughs> yep. We're going to witness it. <laughs> he wants a sperm sample. Yeah, here first. <laughs> And he's not going to do experiments. He's just going to taste it. <laughs> oh. 
Yep. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh man. And Doctor Vink is very important gross. that we know he is not a nutbag. He's not. <laughs> Which is just a great phrase. Denny's got so many good lines. That kid's going places. <laughs> like Buzz. <laughs> no, not at all. I think I saw in the credits that, that um, the kid who played Denny is named Jason Tremblay. I was like, I wonder if he's related to like Jacob Tremblay, the kid who was in Room and stuff like that in Book of Henry. I tried looking it yeah. up. And he might be his father. Apparently that oh, kid's weird. name is or that kid's dad is named Jason Tremblay. But if you go to IMDb there's like five different Jason Tremblays, so I'm not sure <laughs> which one is his father, if any. Could be some other Jason Tremblay, I suppose. But he might be his father. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. So weird. You never know. Jason Tremblay. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so and then they get into the cab, and uh, because the doctor pretty, pretty much sends him away, so the cab driver shows yeah. up and says, hey, this is what's going to happen. Oh, this person snaps cool. Um, and this is what's going to happen. Uh, you know, we're going to drive off a cliff kind of thing because you can't answer the damn riddle, and the kid's doing the best he can to answer this riddle. It's getting intense. <laughs> getting very scary business. Yep. <laughs> uh, the cab driver, much like Denny, they wear their hats the same way with the brim, like, really turned up. <laughs> yep. Very turned up. <laughs> so nice. Just as they're about to run, oh, not run off a cliff. Oh, is it off a cliff or into a tree? I don't remember. Um, I think it was a tree. I don't know. He's gonna, he said he was going to do some kind of a big crash, but yeah, because apparently he... He was, like, the first one, like, um, Dr. Fink shows him a, a hand in a jar. Apparently, the cabbie was the guy who had given him the hand as a specimen. And then he yeah. died. I'm not sure if he crashed because he didn't have a hand or <laughs> he just crashed because, you know, he, I don't know. <laughs> and the way that they show he doesn't have a hand is, is just spectacular. <laughs> He's basically just doing the thing yeah, where you hold your true. sleeve up with your hand inside the sleeve in a real it's big special effects budget, clearly. <laughs> it's quite epic. <laughs> yeah, um, so basically he's going to crash. He's done this a billion, a bunch of times with everybody who's gotten lost, apparently. And so every time he, he crashes with them in there, and then they all become ghosts and have to, you know, shake in the bushes or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Which I thought for sure was a velociraptor. <laughs> As we all would. Because it was very Jurassic Park. Yep. <laughs> so, I told, uh, you know, they're, you're about to crash. They're trying to come up with an answer. Jenny's, you know, constantly berating <laughs> Buzz for not being able to solve this riddle, even though he's not even trying. <laughs> um, and then they keep going back and forth, back and forth, until they finally come up with the answer, and he says, I got it. And instead of saying it right away, which is the best part, instead of telling them 
what the answer is right away. He goes, I know what's weightless, and I know that's something that you can see, and I know that's something that you can put in a barrel, and it'll make it lighter. And then his brother's just screaming at him, like, is that what is it? (laughs) And then, uh, a hole, a hole. And then uh, they finally, uh, they kind of just, like, pair on the ground or something awkwardly, as one does. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> and they're found by some kind of a mountie in a jeep. <laughs> yep. Oh. He's just like, yep, your parents have been looking for you. <laughs> they couldn't be bothered to be there themselves, but they totally were worried. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the thing I don't understand is like, what kind of a plot was this? <laughs> like, what was Binks trying to accomplish here? Did he for, did he cause this guy to become a ghost first of all, <laughs> and all so that he could have someone answer this riddle? Why? To what end? <laughs> it's not like he was like, oh, this kid's smart. I'm going to take his brain now. He just answered the riddle <laughs> and was able to go home. What was the point of this? <laughs> Seems um, like going to a lot good, of work good point. for nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. Um, it's actually, I don't know if I've actually ever thought about that, but you're right. <laughs> what was the point of that? <laughs> I just don't understand. This is how he gets to his jollies. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, some things are better left unsaid. The episode was a great a success, and it became such a success that they went out doing many seasons of the show because of this one episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I think I saw it ran from like 1990 to 2000. Yeah, it did go until 2000. There was a small Both break. They took some time them. off. I think it was only seven seasons, right? Yeah. They did take a, a break. Uh, Gary was no longer the, uh, uh, I guess, Midnight Society leader or whatever the hell he was. Um, his brother took over, and then they made a movie or like a TV movie out of it, which was actually pretty good. I liked it. Ooh. Was it like one long story or is it a couple different ones? It was one long story. Uh, it was like I think an hour long. So oh, okay. I, I liked it. It was pretty sweet. Nice. Yeah. Well, eventually we'll yeah. get to that one. Yeah. Until next time, for sure. <laughs> I'm out of ammo. Yeah, also, I liked that the cab had like the phone number on top, and it was four 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 four. Yep. Well, that's Canada. Here in America, it's five for five for five for five one. Yeah, five 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 five. <laughs> they always got to be a little bit different in Canada. Yep, those Canadianies. <laughs> but yeah, the tale has now been completed, and so they have their big vote. See if Frank gets in. 
And does he? He sure does. Oh, yep. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he sure does. I guess just because the riddle was good, <laughs> no one seemed that scared of the story, really. I mean, I wasn't very scared of it. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I was more scared that that buzz kid might exist in the world somewhere. <laughs> Still to this day. <laughs> Please, Mommy, don't let him come near me. (laughs) Gross. Buzz. (laughs) Oh, hi, Benny. Did you see the trailer for the new uh, Disaster Artist? Yeah, that looks awesome. James Franco looks just like him. I know, it's crazy. I thought it... I did not think it was going to work out well, but he does a great job. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. I hit her. <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to change your line? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie's going to be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty great. I can't wait. Doing that and just that other movie that, you know... Tommy Wiseau and uh, what's his name? Mark Cicero oh, yeah, and Greg right. Cicero. They're making <laughs> they're teaming up again. Yeah. That's going to be a great one. Oh, yeah. Oh, hi, oh, I Denny. can't wait. I, dude, I can't wait for that whole movie. <laughs> I wonder who's playing Denny. <laughs> oh, my God. I can only imagine. Oh, shit. It'll be epically amazing. He'll get his brother. <laughs> another Franco. Gay Franco. There's another Franco? Dave Franco's <laughs> uh, Mark. Oh, shit, is he? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. I yeah, actually thought that was Mark. Mark. <laughs> no. <laughs> you gotta go back and watch he looks it. looks just like him. I know, they all look great. It's terrific. <laughs> Seth Rogen still looks like Seth Rogen, but <laughs> well, right. But who knows who the hell he's playing? So, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I wonder who's so, playing yeah, like uh, Lisa. Lisa. Oh yeah, that's right. Maybe Seth Rogen. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> That would be pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, I need that movie to come out right now. That'd be pretty sweet. It's going to be fantastic. All right, well, I think that was a, a good review of the first episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, if yeah. not next episode, very soon, we'll be doing episode two. The Tale of the Lonely Ghost. Hmm. I'm trying to remember which one. Is that the Clarissa uh, or Melissa Joan Hart one? Oh, is it? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I think that's the one. <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> oh. I like that. That'd I got to look it up. Now I'm excited. <laughs> I'm a little tiddlywinks right now. A little tiddlywinks. 
<laughs> She's going to explain it all in ghost form. Yep. Oh, man. Melissa Joan Hart, what happened to you? <laughs> Sabrina the Teenage Witch killed it. No, oh, I'm God, scrolling God, through it. Show. It doesn't look like her. Uh, let's see. Tale of the Lonely Ghost. Tale of the Lonely Ghost. I gotta see. I gotta see it. I gotta give everybody a heads up. <laughs> oh, is this the prom queen one? No, I think I remember seeing that one not that long ago. That was something else. Oh, what the hell? I don't want to watch a review on it. Just show me the dance. Oh, yeah, that's episode six, The Tale of the Prom Queen. Oh, yeah. No. No. This is Tale of the Lonely Ghost. Tale of the Lonely Ghost. <laughs> tale of the Lonely Ghost. Tale of the Lonely Ghost. Much better than the tale of a broken ghost. I don't know. I'll have to see if I can try to She's find it. She's got a crazy it. headband, and her friend is a ginger. Oh, I have to pay for it? Two bucks? I gotta see if I can try to find my old hard drive. Yeah. That's what I Just downloaded them. Oh, man. Balls. Balls deep. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure it out good. Yep. Well, I'm pretty excited. Obviously, uh, <laughs> well, not obviously. Not. I don't know why anybody would know this, but in about uh, just about five days, I'll be going out to New Hampshire, meeting up with everybody, seeing everybody for yeah. the first time in a year now. So should be pretty fun. It's been a long time since I rock and roll. It's going to be awesome. I started packing. Yeah, I kind of well, – I got a suitcase that's large enough, so good old Walmart. Never lets me down. <laughs> never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Nope. Never will. We're gonna run around, but uh, <laughs> and hurt but, you. Yeah, man. <laughs> pretty, pretty excited. Pretty stoked to uh, come home and see everybody again. Should be fun yeah. times as usual. Oh, as I can't wait. Week. Just want to get through the first couple of days of this week, and then it's gonna be good times. I've got Three a days horrible of work week then... ahead of me. Oh no. <laughs> Are you working on Monday? Yeah. I gotta drive up to pretty much Canada both Monday and Tuesday, so that's fun. And then I gotta go down to Ocean Shores on Wednesday to do a horrible line run. But at least after that, I can leave. Yeah, leave and have good times. <laughs> yeah, it's always the way. You gotta go through hell before you get to the good stuff. I guess if that's what they keep telling me. <laughs> I guess that's what it's all about. It's what germs are all about. <laughs> all right. Or so I'm told. Well, you... All right, everybody. Go ahead. I was going to say, we do have another segment we can do here. Oh, I'm listening. Uh, it's a little segment. We got something called Title Fight. Uh, basically, it involves. You know, there's a lot of, lot of songs out there. I'm not sure you're going to have repeat titles. So certain songs have the same title as other songs. So I figure what we'll do is we'll kind of play some of these songs and 
Sure, let's see if we can, you know, come to agreement on which one's better, first of all. Try to pick which one, you know, is the best of those two of those songs, two or more. And then yep. also decide which one deserves that title and which one has to change it. And then if we got to change it, then we'll come up with an alternate title for it. <laughs> oh. I see. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see if we can come to an agreement or maybe we'll just have to not. It's hard to really compromise when it's like a, you know, A or B option. <laughs> True. <laughs> this will be the first edition. I don't, actually, I don't have a theme song for this one, but there'll be enough song clips. <laughs> this will oh, be good. the uh, the close well, I don't know yet if far edition, more. I'm calling it. <laughs> oh. CKY. Unfortunately, that song is not in here, but... <laughs> I know. I oh, love that, song, that sucks. I There's only one close so hard, five, dude. So it wins. I've been watching <laughs> a lot of CKY lately. Really? I think don't they have like a new CD or something coming out? They're popular. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty good. That's oh, okay. It's not check bad. it out. The third CD was pretty <laughs> bad, though. It's it's gradually slipping down the ranks. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's pretty good. It's okay. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I actually wish I didn't mention it. <laughs> I wish it was never born. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna start out with a real tough one here. We got we got four to do here. Um this first one this is really tough. This is like choosing between your children. Oh, that's pretty intense. <laughs> They're both really, really good songs. <laughs> one's kind of, you know, more classic. One's somewhat fresher, but they're both both excellent, excellent songs. So this is going to be songs with the name Far Behind. Oh. Far Behind. Uh, the first entry, there's two entries for this one. First one we'll do is the Candlebox version from the 90s. This is a song you probably know. Um, and let's hear it now. Now maybe Did I mean to treat you
Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Good call. Gonna be be tough to beat, but there's an, another song that's kind of I would say equally as good. I honestly don't know which one I would pick because I love them both so much. But uh, this was like a song I think it was from like 2008 ish um, by Social Distortion, who's a great you know punk rock band from Southern California. They're kind of like um, kind of like almost folk mixed with uh, punk in certain ways, or like blues mixed with punk. Um, so they had a song on their greatest hits album. It was like the, you know, the one new song they did do a lot of times. Um, but I added, you know, a new song on the, the greatest hits album, try to get you to buy it. <laughs> but it was a really good song and it got some, some radio play. So maybe you've heard this one, maybe not, uh, but we'll see. Um, so far behind by social distortion. Here it is. distortion song and it also made my ears bleed just there so I think the winner will have to go to Candlebox on this one because my ears are now killing me (laughs) really (laughs) 
it must be different on your end because on mine it really wasn't not that loud. Oh God, it was like like I couldn't hear anything. It was just this <laughs> guitar like, like I could barely hear what he was saying, and it was just <laughs> like it wasn't even like legible guitar like like you couldn't hear it. Oh. It was it was pretty bad. No, crank the volume down. So candlebox was and candlebox was fine. That one huh. played okay. That's weird. <laughs> well, no wonder it wins. Then. That it is. <laughs> it causes less bodily harm. This is true. <laughs> All right, I, I'll agree with that. Just because I honestly couldn't, you know, it, for me it's too hard to pick. So. <laughs> I'll go along with that. All right, good. <laughs> We're all on the same page now. Less blood. So than does that usual, keep too. the title of Far Behind? I think it kind of. Uh, I think it probably deserves it. Yeah, I agree. It's more fitting of that song. But then, what do we call the other one? Very true. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe leaving uh, you far behind. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't make out the words. <laughs> wow! 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 Uh, wow! <laughs> Death to Drums. That'd be a good title. <laughs> yeah, Death to Air Drums. <laughs> death to Air Drums. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It's no hot dog water, but it's close. Yeah, true. I mean, hot dog water is great. <laughs> Death to eardrums. Okay. <laughs> Death Great, to eardrums. Like <laughs> uh, my eardrums. My fucking eardrums. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, all right then. <laughs> all right. This is a good, that good segment. <laughs> and I think it's right, almost about that one. time, actually. Yeah, we're probably getting close. Damn it. To oh, be well, continued. We can probably fit one more in there. Uh, try to fit one more in there. Got to be fast, though. Got to be oh, fast. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if it cuts us off, I'll try calling you. I think that worked before. Um, It may have. I don't know. I don't remember. But let's. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, This is a. A three-er. So there's three choices this time around. Um, this is going to be songs named Closer. Oh. Luckily, the clips aren't as long this time. <laughs> but there are three of them. So first off, we oh, got boy. one that I'm, you probably haven't heard. It's by a band um, called Hagfish. Uh, this is a song from the 90s. They were like a punk band who had a really big hit with like this song called Stamp. Um, but this is a song called Closer. Uh, it's it's okay. <laughs> um, so let's play that one first.
song you're going to know. I don't think anybody in the world doesn't know this song. This is uh, the Nine Inch Nails version from the 90s. Everybody knows this song. Of the 90s. You let me violate you. You let me desecrate you. You let me penetrate you. You let me complicate you Help me I broke apart my insides Help me I've got no soul to tell Help me The only thing that works for me Help me get away from myself I think we all know what the title of that song should have been. <laughs> True. <laughs> Solid point. <laughs> but okay, that's a good one. Good one right there. Um, and then our final option is going to be the Tegan and Sarah version that they came out with the song called Closer a couple years ago, probably 2013, I want to say. Um, and this is from when they started getting a little bit more like 80s style with their like synth pop kind of thing, which I liked. Uh, so here it is Closer by Tegan and Sarah. All I want to get is a little bit closer. All I want to know is can you come a little closer? Here
How say you? Well, this one's an easy one for me. Definitely the <laughs> Tegan and Sarah version. Yep, I'm actually with you on that one. As much as I do love the Nine Snails version, I do like the the, the pure catchiness that Tegan and Sarah one is just awesome. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. And then I would say Nine Snails. Yep, (laughs) that's definitely the second place. (laughs) The Hagfish one, it's good, but, you know, not even one of their best songs, I would say. (laughs) That one made my ears bleed. Um, I don't know what happened in the middle of that song, but the volume was risen up somehow, and it I had to take my headphones off on that one, so I was ready for the next song. <laughs> wow. Blog talk is a magical thing. We're doing great. <laughs> I didn't even touch the volume on that one. There's no reason it should have spiked. It hurts. It hurts bad. <laughs> it hurts when I pee. I don't know if that has to do with the headphones or not, but <laughs> so I guess we'll give All the right. title to to Tegan and Sarah. Uh, Nine yep. Inch Nails just call the song. I want to fuck you like an animal. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so most people are going to refer to it as anyway. True. And. Hagfish, we'll call it Closer to Me. <laughs> or Bleedy Bleedy Air Bleeds. <laughs> stab my eardrums because I love you. <laughs> stab you. I mean, stab, I'm fine stab. with either one of those. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Sensing like a pattern with these. <laughs> yeah. Bleedy, bleedy air, please. <laughs> and, uh, we didn't get to do another one that, you know, I was going to do, but I think we all know how it would have turned out. <laughs> it was a little one called um, uh, A Million Miles Away. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, I know who would win that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Plimsolls. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was, that was pretty much a given right there. <laughs> yep. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's it for now. All right, cool. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll you... be back next week with uh with Nick Jank. Maybe some Yeah, that would be great times. Oh man. God only knows. God only knows what I'd be without you. Yeah, no, it should be fun times. I don't know what we'll do. We'll probably just wing it. Because that'll be a good one for sure. (laughs) We'll get him to say more embarrassing things. Yeah. It'll be great. Make another quick song. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, okay, cool. Well, everybody, you have a uh, great rest of your weekend. Hopefully, uh, this Saturday does you well. Uh, I know it's done us all well. And, uh, yeah, just remember to continue flipping your tips. And, uh, yeah, it's been another great one from the original Jinxers with Pete and Kev. Have a great weekend, and thanks for listening.
飞机。